It's 6 p.m. and you are tuned to your community radio station, KVMR-FM Nevada City, KCPC Camino. Today is Friday, June 18th, 2021, and it's time for the KVMR Evening News. I'm Kelly Reese. It's hot out there if you hadn't noticed. We enter our second day of flex alerts from 6 to 9 p.m. this evening. Then, tonight's California report looks at two men who served the U.S., one as an Army veteran, the other a frontline responder in the campfires and their battles with federal immigration. And what happens when a huge life event requiring an equally huge number of attendees occurs during the pandemic? Many 15-year-olds in the Latinx and Catholic communities had postponed their quinceañeras and are just now able to celebrate. Then, Public News Service provides insight on our newest national holiday, Juneteenth. We'll take a brief look at regional headlines and weather before Felton Pruitt speaks to Scott Holbrook. This is the California Report. I'm Saul Gonzalez in Los Angeles. With more hot weather expected across the state today, California's power grid operator has called for a second day of energy conservation. The flex alert is set for 6 to 9 p.m. During those hours, Californians are asked to set their thermostat to 78 degrees or higher and to not use large appliances. Despite record-breaking heat in several areas of the state yesterday, power officials didn't need to implement rolling blackouts like they did during an extended heat wave last summer. Turning now to immigration. Exiled for 11 years, a deported U.S. Army veteran who was born in Mexico is back home in California today. In San Diego, KPBS reporter Max Rivlin-Nadler explains. The 77-year-old Army veteran had lived in the United States for more than 50 years, before he was deported for a nonviolent drug offense. Andrew DeLeon had petitioned for years to re-enter the United States, to no avail, despite strong support from California lawmakers. He re-entered the country thanks to a recent agreement between the American Civil Liberties Union and the Biden administration, which allows for some people in Mexico who are particularly vulnerable to come to the United States. Immigration attorney Ian Cerullo helped De Leon get his application to the federal government. You know, having him live here in, in, in Tijuana, away from uh, most members of his family, and, uh, you know, it's just, uh, again, really unfortunate and sad to even imagine the situation of, of Andy. De Leon was happy for the support he received from fellow deported veterans, who accompanied him to the border. Well, I'm glad they were all here, backing me up, and uh, I wish them all luck. Hope they can get across too. A little after 3 p.m. Thursday, his name was called, and he walked into the United States. De Leon plans to live with family in Santa Maria, California. He has health problems, so he hopes to be able to get some of his Army benefits back. His goal has always been to return, in any way, to the country he served. For the California Report, I'm Max Rivlin-Adler at the U.S.-Mexico border. A Bay Area man who served as an inmate firefighter while in state prison completed his sentence and was released this week only to be transferred to federal immigration authorities. Tommy Pham was brought to the U.S. as a refugee from Vietnam when he was a baby. The Asian Law Caucus is working on his case and calling on Governor Newsom to stop all transfers of incarcerated refugees and immigrants to ICE in the future. Anup Prasad is a senior staff attorney at the caucus. ICE is also not required to arrest and detain everyone. Their current policy states that they're supposed to detain people only if they find that they pose a current danger to public safety. Pham was one of the frontline responders in the 2018 campfire, along with two previously incarcerated refugees who were parted by Newsom last month. 
Support for the California Report comes from Hint. Fruit-infused water in over 25 flavors like watermelon, pineapple, and blackberry. No sweeteners, no calories, in stores or delivered from drinkhint.com. Stanford Medicine, protecting your health and providing dependable care with safe in-person appointments and video visits, stanfordhealthcare.org slash adaptingcare, and Eric and Wendy Schmidt through the Schmidt Family Foundation, working together to create a just world where all people have access to renewable energy, clean air and water, and healthy food, on the web at theschmidt.org. Across California, young women in the Latinx and Catholic communities often celebrate their 15th birthdays with quinceañeras, which is a religious ceremony and a party. Valley Public Radio's Maria Bolaños brings us the story of a young woman from Kings County who finally got to celebrate recently after postponing her quinceañera for more than a year because of the pandemic. Edmila Navarro had been anxiously awaiting her big day. She already had her dress picked out, and her little sisters loved it. Her sisters sit at the edge of the bed in their apartment in the tiny community of Kettleman City, watching Edmila pull the dress out of its wrapping. The top is embroidered with gold sequins, and the bottom is filled with layers and layers of tulle. Edmila's mom and older sister didn't have quinceañeras, so she says they were looking forward to celebrating this milestone with her. Because it was going to be not, not just like my day, it was going to be their day too. It was also going to be a special day for her grandmother, Maria Navarro. To have a quinceañera is a total dream for little girls. From a young age, they'll say, I want to have a quinceañera, and it's our responsibility to complete that dream. In Latino culture, a quinceañera symbolizes a girl's transition into womanhood. The celebration, originated in Mexico, involves a religious ceremony where the young woman promises to model herself after the Virgin Mary. After that, the family throws a party. It's a tradition that we bring here for those who want it, because you only turn 15 once. Edmila's quinceañera was set for early May 2020. But then the pandemic hit. Her family changed the date of the party three times. Then her 14-year-old brother, her mom, and her grandmother all contracted COVID-19. But by spring, when everyone was healthy again and vaccinations were more widespread, Edmila's family decided to set the new date for her 16th birthday. On a recent afternoon, Edmila goes door-to-door along with her two younger sisters, mom and grandmother, to nearly every home in the community of 1,100 people to drop off invitations. Oh, yeah. Yeah, second it is Jasmine's. Yes. Like I said, bye there Saturday, okay? Okay, thank you. Uh-huh, bye. The front of the invitation reads Sweet 16, but following quinceañera tradition, the back lists the people known as the madrinas and padrinos, or godparents, that help contribute to the upcoming party. She reads the list aloud. Padrinos for the iglesia was Mireida y Felipe Narvaz. Bible and Rosary, Judas Dominguez. Dress, Nevea and Felipe. Crown, Maria Rios. Edmila finally had her party in May, and the DJ still played a classic quinceañera song, Tiempo de Vals by Cheyenne. The pandemic may have postponed her quinceañera for a year, but she says she was grateful to finally celebrate the day with her sisters, mom, and grandmother. 
For the California Report, I'm Mari Bolaños in Fresno. And that is the California Report for Friday, June 18th. We're a production of KQED Public Radio. Our engineers are Katie McMurrin and Danny Bringer, with assistance from Seal Muller. I'm Saul Gonzalez. Thanks so much for listening, and have a great weekend. Yesterday, President Biden signed a bill approved by both the Senate and the House commemorating the end of slavery in the U.S. Black Emancipation Day, or Juneteenth, will be celebrated tomorrow, June 19th. Public News Service's Roz Brown fills us in on our newest national holiday. Black Emancipation Day, known as Juneteenth, is now a national holiday, after President Joe Biden signed a bill Thursday approved by both the Senate and the U.S. House. The day commemorates the end of slavery in the United States. While that's historic, forces of oppression are still at work. This year, multiple states approved bills that limit voting opportunities in black communities and prohibit schools from teaching about the country's legacy of racism. In an interview with Yes Media, author and former financial advisor Kevin Matthews says making Juneteenth an official holiday is a nice gesture, but white supremacy still limits racial progress. Anytime that people of color in this country have significant progress, there is almost always a swift reaction from those who are still in power or those who benefited from oppressing others. Author and anti-racism educator Tim Wise also spoke with Yes Media. Wise, author of Dispatches from the Race War, says his own family tree revealed slave owners who handed down documents that showed their lack of compassion when writing about the buying and selling of slaves. And I think we need to grapple with that because we may not literally pass down human beings anymore, thank God, but we pass down the mentality that made the selling of human beings possible. President Joe Biden approved the bill on Thursday, making Juneteenth the first federal holiday established since Martin Luther King Jr. Day in 1983. A celebration of emancipation started in Galveston, Texas. After news that slaves had been freed by President Abraham Lincoln reached the community two years after it was known in other parts of the country. Akila Wallace with the Black Southern Women's Leadership Project says true liberation for black Americans has yet to be achieved. When we're still faced with mass incarceration, police brutality, white supremacies within every system and fiber of this nation. We still have a fight to take on. Momentum for the legislation followed the Black Lives Matter protests sparked by the police killing of George Floyd last year. For Public News Service, I'm Roz Brown. In need of last-minute plans this evening? At 7 p.m., Music in the Mountains presents Serenaded by Strings, an intimate chamber concert at the Center for the Arts in Grass Valley as part of their 40th anniversary Summer Fest. Music in the Mountains' principal strings are set to perform a program with pieces from Bach, Joaquin Jarina, and William Grant Still. And if you aren't able to catch tonight's performance, join the following day, June 19th at 7 p.m. for the virtual encore. The 20th anniversary season of the Sacramento French Film Festival invites you to their virtual opening ceremony this evening at 6.30 p.m. Join their Zoom discussion, reminiscing on past film festival memories and learning what's to come during this 20th year. Tomorrow at 10 a.m., get access to a transatlantic discussion with acclaimed director Emmanuel Moret. The festival runs from June 18th to the 27th with a long catalog of events listed at sacramentofrenchfilmfestival.org.
Popcorn is popping and the box offices are open for business as Del Oro and Sutton Cinemas launch their soft opening today. Movies and showtimes are available online. Nevada County Media Center open house is tomorrow from 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. Learn how to access and utilize all the facility has to offer, as well as information about editing classes and internships the center provides. Saturday, June 19th, the North Columbia Schoolhouse presents Boku Chapeau, Tumble, and a Visitation from the Land of the Dancers. The event will be held from 6 p.m. until sunset in the amphitheater. Guests are encouraged to bring picnics or purchase drinks and desserts, which will be available on-site, and of course, be sure to bring plenty of water. The Miners Foundry will be holding their vaccination libation event this Sunday, June 20th, from 2 to 6 p.m. The Foundry will serve one complimentary house wine, beer, or well cocktail with proof of full vaccination. Enjoy socially distanced live music on their patio from 3 to 7 p.m. while sipping your drink. This Sunday from 7 to 9 p.m., Off Center Stage presents Let There Be Laughs, a spiritually-themed stand-up comedy show. The lineup features HBO and Comedy Central comedian Kenny DeForest. Interested in learning more about where your food comes from? Registration for the 2021 Sierra Harvest Farm Tours has just opened. Meet the people behind the produce and explore the farms and ranches that supply our local grocery stores and farmers markets. The first tour kicks off July 1st. And now for regional weather. We're still looking at widespread triple-digit heat in the lower elevations this weekend, according to the National Weather Service. Any reprieve from the heat isn't expected until the beginning of next week. In Grass Valley and Nevada City, tonight, clear skies with a low around 75. Tomorrow, sunny with a high near 103. In Truckee and Lake Tahoe, tonight, clear skies with a low around 46. Tomorrow will be sunny with a high near 89. And in Sacramento and Woodland, tonight, clear skies with a low around 65. Tomorrow, sunny with a high near 102. Despite how innovative we've been forced to become with musical productions on Zoom, there's nothing quite like the live thing. Stick around and listen to Felton Pruitt speak with Scott Holbrook of Keep Smiling Promotions about all things local live music. We're talking with Scott Holbrook, who has Keep Smiling Promotions up in Auburn, California. He's also a member of the Auburn Recreation and Park District. Scott, good to talk with you. Hey, it's great to be talked to. We know you from Keep Smiling Promotions, which has been putting on great concerts at all sorts of places in Auburn over the last decade or so, and uh, most recently at the Oddfellows Hall in Auburn, which I still guess you call it the, what is it, the Fillmore of the Foothills? It's the Foothill Fillmore, but there. this is kind of the Foothill Fillmore West. And when you come into that room, you know why people call it that. Well, you've got it adorned as it was uh, Bill Graham might have adorned something 40, 50 years ago. Yeah, it's it's a special it's a special place. So, here we are. You have this wonderful business. You also uh, you put on concerts for the city, uh, as well as put on concerts for yourself. And then all of a sudden, the pandemic comes along, and everybody has to shut down. How did you make it through the last fourteen, fifteen months? Well, well, first off, what I do with Keep Smiling Promotions is a passion. It's not really a business. I mean, like my accountant said. Uh, Scott, this is more like an expensive hobby than a business. Uh, so 
I'm kind of blessed that my income is not dependent upon it. And all the people that work with me, we're pretty much a 95% volunteer organization from the top down. So we were able to shut down and not have financial impact, but the musical, the mental impact, which I and so many of us shared, was the big deal. So for that, once the dust settled and we kind of saw how things were going, I worked in facilitating several uh, what they like to call socially distant, compliant, whatever, uh, backyard concerts outdoors. In addition, facilitating some live streams, you know, such as last year, we, we actually did a live stream from a backyard of a very Jerry Christmas with Melvin Seals. And so doing a lot of that, I hate Zoom. I'm really not a big watcher of streaming myself, so I, I tried to do the best I could to, to have actual live music in a safe way. Well, here we are now in June of 2021, and it looks like uh, you're getting the ball rolling again as far as having live music. Man, when it rains, it pours. I, I tell you, every day I, my computer pops up with a new rescheduled concert that I have tickets for. I got booking agents off the hook here, and for the first time in, in 13, 14 months, I actually have been delivering tickets and, and printing posters and uh, getting exciting about putting on real in-person live music like, like I love it, which is, is a fairly packed dance floor with an incredible uh, group of people around me. So what do you got lined up in the near future? Well, my first Keep Smiling at the uh, Foothill Fillmore is coming up on July 28th, and it's featuring Steely Dead. Uh, Steely Dead's an incredible band, and as the name implies, it, it plays music from Steely Dan and the Grateful Dead and intermingles them, and it, it features a, a truly incredible band, including Dave Abair who was Melvin Seal's longtime sidekick in JGB, just an amazing musician. And what's really cool is they were the last band to play for me on March 7th, 2020. So we're truly coming full circle. And we're also bringing in Mad Alchemy, who anyone that's seen everything from the chapel to film or Warfield, he's an amazing liquid light magician, and he's going to join the show, too. We're talking with Scott Holbrook from Keep Smiling Promotions in Auburn, California. And you're also involved with uh, Auburn Recreation and Park District, and I know that you had put on a thing called Party in the Park every year. It, was spo- it usually would happen, I think, this, this fr- on Friday, this week. Yes, it, well, it started... In May, but May's weather became pretty squirrely, and after a couple rainouts, we moved it to the third Friday in June. Um, and it's something that KVMR has been a partner with since day one. You know, all the good folks there, Brother Wesley, Kim, you, and, and countless others uh, have, have been supporting it, and it's a totally free community event that we put on. And unfortunately, the, the COVID canceled it, But we also put on another event in August called the Food Truck Fiesta, 
where Party in the Park mainly features the music is the big feature. At Food Truck Fiesta, the food trucks are the big feature. But of course, we bring in some local bands. Anything I'm involved with, I'm going to try to have live music. But this year, we're actually combining the two of them on Friday, August 20th. And we're going to feature the music of the Dead Winter Carpenters. And opening the show will be local phenom, prodigy. I don't know what you want to call Kyle Ledson. That Kyle works. Ledson be bringing some of his friends to open it. And then that's combining with a plethora of incredible food trucks, uh, bringing a great variety of food. Pop that off with several local wineries and craft beer. And we're going to have us one heck of a fun time. And once again, free to attend on August 20th. So that's through the rec district. It's going to be in uh, Auburn proper uh, out by the uh, fairgrounds in that area there. You've managed to keep it going, and it looks like you have a bright future for uh, Keep Smiling and music in Auburn in general. Keep in mind, Felton, Keep Smiling promotions. You know, you asked me if I'm a producer or if it's productions or promotions earlier. We're out there supporting and facilitating music all over. And right now we're doing every Friday and Saturday at the 1849 Brewery in Grass Valley supporting music. Uh out there which which is a lot of fun too we're trying to complement the incredible venues such as you know miners foundry and the crazy horse and golden era you know complement that hopefully not compete with and bring in just as much live music to the community as we can so if people want to find out more about keep smiling promotions how do they go about that well, keep in mind, I'm a one-man shop, so I'm, I'm webmaster, and I've really been dropping the ball on, on webmastering. I, I need to get someone to help me with that. So I would say the best way to keep up on what we're doing is on Facebook. Uh, keep Smiling Promotions on Facebook, and that's a good way. Uh, KeepSmilingPromotions.com is out there. I'll be doing better with that. But, but Facebook... You know, I'm I'm a little old school. I haven't gotten into Instagram and face whatever things that are out there. So Facebook's our primary source of, of information and promotion these days. Anything else you want people to know before we say adios, my friend? Well, I, I just say go out, you know, be safe, obviously. And we, we realize we've all learned a lot over the last year and a half. But one of the things that I've learned more than anything is we need music in our lives. That's why I so love KVMR, you know, you and all, all the folks that just bring us incredible music and go out there, support it. Go out, support the music, put some bucks in the tip jar and just keep smiling. All right. That's an excellent attitude there. We've been talking with Scott Holbrook from Keep Smiling Promotions in Auburn. Scott, thank you for your time. Hey, hugs to all. Love KBMR. We'll see you soon. Listen to you sooner. That's our newscast for tonight, Friday, June 18th, 2021. We get support from Ben Franklin Crafts, locally owned, 
And this month, Ben Franklin is celebrating World Knit in Public Day with yarn, needles, and more. Ben Franklin Crafts on Sutton Way, Grass Valley, online at benfranklin-crafts.com. And Hansen Brothers Enterprises, since 1953, providing aggregates, construction services, equipment rentals, ready-mix concrete, masonry, and landscape products for public works, commercial, and residential projects. Located in Grass Valley and Colfax, gohbe.com. Stick around. Coming up next at 6.30 is the California Report magazine. The Karuk tribe, one of the largest tribes in California, had maintained this region for thousands of years through native burn practices prior to the federal government taking control. With the tinderbox plight of California, tonight's report speaks to tribal members about ongoing negotiations with the state to regain some of that control and continue cultural burning. Then at 7, we have Democracy Now! with host Amy Goodman. Thanks for listening. I'm Kelly Reese signing off. Have a wonderful weekend and a happy Juneteenth.